The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. At this point, we're going to continue in the book of Proverbs, and we're going to look at Proverbs chapter 15 today. Proverbs chapter 15, and I really hope this is an encouragement. This verse we're going to look at today uh, is one that I've referred to often in, in my own study. I've referred to it in preaching. And it's an interesting verse because this verse and definitely will, it, it, it's, how do, I put, how do I put it? I'm trying to find the best way to word this. Different people will view this verse differently. Some will view this as one of the most comforting verses in Scripture. Some will also view this as one of the most frustrating, not frustrating, but overwhelming verses in Scripture. And a lot of it depends on your state. And I'll explain that. Let's look ahead and look at Proverbs chapter 15, verse 3. The Bible says this, The eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. Now we start off just thinking illustratively of this idea of the eyes of the Lord are over you. When I worked in fast food, um, one of the things that we hated um, was when the district manager or the regional supervisor or whatever would show up and, or the corporate guy would show up and they would do an inspection. And the inspection usually started about 9 to 10 o'clock in the morning. It would hit the end of lunch and go to the beginning of dinner. So about 9.30, 10 o'clock, all the way to about 6, 7 o'clock at night. The premise was he was going to um, watch three different shifts and he would watch, really he was coming to inspect management. Have we trained them well? Are we doing, are we following the procedures of the restaurant? And you hated that because as you're making things, this guy's over you and every time you make something, he's checking things off. A lot of times he's checking off, you did well, you did well. You never knew. He'd go to the management, he'd give a list of the things that needed to be worked on, then you get your grade from McDonald's or from whatever restaurant it was at the time. That was a, a bit of an oppressive time. I remember working one day with a friend of mine and he said, I love this. It's practicing the presence of God. And there's truth based upon this verse. That's the idea. Now, this guy was looking over our shoulders to make sure that we're doing everything right. And unfortunately, that is based upon this verse. When I say there's two perspectives, that is sometimes how we view this idea that the eyes of the Lord are in every place. They're beholding the evil and the good. We, we view it sometimes on this idea of God is oppressively watching everything we do. He's watching us. He's keeping an eye on us. He's waiting for us to mess up. And, of course, none of that, that could be, that could be you know, further from the truth. But a lot of it depends on our current condition. Some of it depends on our upbringing. Sunday morning we talked about our conscience and how sometimes a defiled or seared conscience can give us a, a wrong view of God. And, and with that, we get this idea that God is watching us, waiting for us to mess up so he can kind of get us in trouble. And some of it's the upbringing or maybe struggles wherever from our past and we have a wrong view. Um, so there's really, you think about two ways to look at this idea that the eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. Obviously, it beholds evil and the good. If you're, if you're living in a life where you're, you're either just trying to put on a front where Christianity is, is faked, as we talked about Sunday night, and uh, the real you is at home and no one else sees you, and that's really in you, but the Holy Spirit's you know, kind of encouraging you and prompting you and convicting you to do right and make a right change and calling you back to reconciliation with God, uh, this idea that God watches us is a bit oppressive. 
And it's wrong. Satan wants you to think he hates you and he's watching you to mess up. That's not true. But he is watching. He's there. He doesn't leave you. And, and, and he wants you to do right. And so, the, you know, when we're doing wrong or when we're not the right way, we want to be as far away from anybody else as possible. In John 3, you know, uh, it talks about the idea of men love darkness better than light because their deeds are evil. When I'm far from God... I want to be in darkness. I want to be in a place where no one's watching because I know this part of me knows I need to be right. Uh, when I'm right with God, I'm walking with God, this truth is comforting because in the middle of my battles, God is watching. God sees and he knows what's going on. In the middle of the struggles, I'm not back there where God is saying, how dare you? Uh, I know that when I'm on my knees, God's there. I know that when, when I feel like I'm alone, God is watching, God is there. I know that when um, I wish, man, does God really see what's happening? Yes, he does. So for some, this is a bit of a cautious verse. For others, this is a bit of a comforting, it's truly comforting verses. Years ago, when I was studying this, uh, this part of Proverbs for some preaching, I read a section from a commentary, and he, he broke down the verse 3 in three ways. And I've used this, and I think they're, they're phenomenal truths that I'm just going to share with you here quickly. Uh, really, what it means to think the eyes of the Lord in every place behold the evil and the good. Our human nature sees only the evil sees he's watching us to mess up. Really, uh, this commentator said there are three things that Jesus is watching. And the first thing, obviously, is the sin. It says here, he's beholding the evil and the good. So he beholds the evil. So the first thing is he does see our sin. Um, you know, we, what, this idea that we can kind of live and no one notices and it doesn't affect anybody, unfortunately, is untrue. Our decisions, our actions do have consequences. They do affect others, and God is watching. Now, that doesn't mean that God is watching, waiting for us to mess up so he can strike us down. He's watching us because he loves us, and he's desiring to bring us back to reconciliation. When, you know, when we do wrong, God's conviction. People say, well, conviction is he's beating me up and he makes me feel miserable. No, that's guilt, and that comes from my conscience or it comes from Satan. That's just that's me. God, God doesn't, his Holy Spirit doesn't see how horrible you are. His Holy Spirit is you don't need to do this. You can be right with me. You don't need to go down that path. You don't want to do this. You want to be here. That is God's working. That is how God works. He, he brings encouragement to bring us back. Now, please don't get me wrong. Hebrews, it talks about God chastens whom he loves. There are times in Scripture where, as Christians, if we decide to ignore God and ignore his word and go our own way, God will use circumstances and situations to bring him, to bring us back, and sometimes purely chastening. Any good parent is going to discipline, guide, direct, to protect their child from going away that will bring pain. God will do no less. He will, he will use you, your circumstances and surroundings to teach you. Now, in all of that is a level of protection. You know, there's so many things he could allow to happen, he won't. He's using these things to guide and protect, but ultimately to bring you back to a place of, of reconciliation and, and in the center of God's will and protection from God. So sometimes when things are going wrong, we do have to evaluate, is this God's hand? Is this God's hand pointing me back to him? By the way, it's a loving hand. Now, it's, a, it's a firm hand. Please don't get me wrong. It's a firm hand. When my parents used to discipline me when I was growing up in any form, I tell you what, I didn't like the discipline. I, I got frustrated. I will say this, though. I don't remember a time in my life where I ever sat back and said, my parents hate me, they're out to get me, they're just doing for the fun of this. I never, ever thought, and I thought there were many times that I disappointed them, and I felt bad that, you know, they were frustrated or disappointed, but I never once felt, man, they're doing this because they're just mad at me or they look forward to punishing me. I never felt that way. 
because they were always good at making sure throughout all the process that I was reminded the goal was reconciliation, and they made a good point to do that. I didn't like it. I didn't sometimes like them probably in the process of it, but I always knew they loved me, and that always drew me back to them in every scenario. That is what God does. I don't, you know, I don't always like what the process is, but it is needed to bring me back. So God does watch the sin that I'm involved in. But sometimes we only focus on that. And I've heard preachers do that. And there is, please understand, there is a needed time where the word of, because it's in the word of God where we preach on sin. Sin is there, sin is true, sin is damaging, and if not dealt with, it will destroy us. And a refusal for preachers to be honest about sin and to deal with sin and to be brutally honest is wrong. They are told in Timothy to reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. Sometimes the pastor has to be honest and has to be straightforward to bring the church to a point where they're willing to be right with God. And, and we don't, that's not necessarily a favorite type of preaching, but it is necessary. Having said that, that's not the only thing that that talks about. He sees our sin, but you know also, number two, he sees our service. He says, the eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. We, he doesn't just look down at our sin. He sees our service. A lot of times when we serve God, uh, it could be in church, it could be loving others, it could be giving money to those who need it, it could be you know, just on our knees in our home praying for others, being on the phone with others, texting back and forth, just being a help and encouragement to others. We wonder, does God see this? Does God recognize me? You know, he sees our sin, but he sees our service, and he will never miss that. He will always see it. And he's recognizing. And I believe that if you honestly, in a desire to please God, work in, in, in whatever scenario God puts you in, you, you're usable in that scenario. God sees that. He will reward it. He will encourage you. He will bless you. But the key is that he's honored in it. And that's really what we're looking at is we desire to honor God and our actions. There are many uh, who come and work in places and ministry that aren't noticed here. We have several ladies who work in the nursery. It's an absolutely necessary ministry in any church because, you know, if, if a baby were in the church and it's, it's, it's uncomfortable, a younger child, they're missing out. It's just too, it's too over their head. But then other people, including that parent's distracted, were a safe um, uh, safe place for health, a safe place with kids who, you know, we do background checks here. A person who is prepared, trained, and safe gives a parent comfort where they can come to church and they know their child is safe and they can learn from the Word of God. It's necessary. But you know, the vast majority of the church will never walk back by the nursery. A vast majority of the church will never know who sits back in the nursery, but God does. Children's church, the vast majority of the church will never know who it is running children's church, but God does. The vast majority of the church won't even pay attention to who's running the media in the back row. They'll see the result of it. Those watching online, even now, won't know who it is throughout Sundays and different times, work literally behind the camera. They don't, they're not seen, but without them, we couldn't live stream. We couldn't do these things. The vast majority of the church doesn't even see that, and that's not wrong. God does. He sees our service. Here's the thing I would say then. Serve. Whether God rewards you in heaven or God rewards you here, God will reward and bless. If nothing else, that the judgment seat of Christ, where he throws my works into the fire, and they come out as gold, silver, and precious metals, and I have rewards to lay at the feet of Jesus. Yes, sitting behind a camera and clicking some buttons to make this work is a service that ultimately there have been people saved through our live stream services over the last couple of months. Those running the cameras and clicking buttons and making this happen are as much involved in that as people like me in front of the camera. That is, this is so important. And so I hope we understand 
uh, that he sees our sin, but he also sees our service. I'm going to finish with this. He also sees our sorrow. We go through some battles in life, and we wonder, does God see the pain? Yeah, not only does he see the pain, he feels the pain. He walks with me. He holds me. He strengthens me. Satan wants to convince me in all three of these areas that God is only watching me in my sin to get me in trouble, and he's only watching me in other areas um, just to kind of bring pain. That's not true. He watches me because he loves me. He wants to encourage me. He wants me to have the best life I can have. He wants to, to bring strength and love into my life, and he wants to use this to make me better and to give me abundant life. He came to give me life more abundantly. So he sees my sin and my service, but he also sees the battles I go through. He sees the struggles at night that where, where my mind is roaming and I just wonder what's going on. He, he sees the times where I'm doubting decisions or he sees the time that I'm, I'm struggling with, you know, am I being effective? Am I being fruitful? He sees the time when my, my family's falling apart. I don't know why, and he's right there to hold my hand. He sees the time when financially things are falling apart. I can't get work or whatever it is. He sees all those times and he's there. He's there to intervene. And when I pray, there are times the Bible says when I pray, and I don't even know what to pray, his Holy Spirit prays for me. This is the kind of relationship Jesus wants to have with you. If you're not saved and, and, and you're only you're struggling with this idea of church and Christianity based upon a bad view of church, from where you've been forced religion down your throat, a man-made thing where you have to meet a standard, or you've been in places where churches have abused you and or they've abused their position and it's been done poorly. I get it. Uh, find a church that points people to Jesus. What you're hearing today is different than that. Understand, this is what Jesus wants. Yes, he, he sees that we're sinful, but he wants us to get that right. So that, and, and then he sees our service and he sees our sorrow. He sees all of it because he loves us. And that's what he wants you to recognize. If you're struggling today, wondering, does God see what I do to serve him? Yes. And he's honored by it. If you're wondering, does God see my sin? Yes, he does, and he wants you to get it right. Does God see the battles I go through? Yes, he does, and he loves you, and he's right there next to you. And he will never leave you nor forsake you. That is a promise from God's word, and God cannot lie. Trust on those promises today. I tell you, I hope that was an encouragement. I hope this is a blessing. I hope these are times that they draw you closer to God. And just a reminder, God's right there. He's watching you. Not, to, not for you to mess up. He's watching you to be that encouragement in the times you greatly need. It's a reminder, he will never leave you nor forsake you. Oh, may you rest in those times. May you find strength in those times, comfort in those times. And if not, get right with God so that you can enjoy that sweet communion with God instead of allowing Satan to beat you up and just draw you further and further away from God. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to be part of your day on this Wednesday. Uh, we look forward to continuing this as we'll pick up again tomorrow at 11. And we hope you join us, hope to share this with friends, may it be an encouragement. And again, thank you for the opportunity to be part of your day today. We look forward to seeing you tomorrow. God bless.